It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Hey, everybody! I don't know what that... Right before we were talking about the fact that that Urban Meyer looked at Tim Tebow and Joe Burrow and said, Tim Tebow, starter. Joe Burrow, bah. I call can, Urban. Way to go. I cannot believe he did what not play a little. We didn't even play Listen, it off starting the game. We wait didn't play off starting the show like that. Wait a minute. It is what it is. <laughs> no, because it's, Although it's, Tim Tebow won him a national title. It's so. justified. The, the Joe Burrow thing, it was justifiable to go with Dwayne. If you go off of that season that Dwayne had one year at Ohio State, right. Dwayne threw 50 touchdowns in that season. Joe Burrow didn't. Like, what think, are you talking about? Do you about? think Burrow would have not have been – we're going to move off this very quickly, but do you think Burrow – if he had played at Ohio State, it would have been just as good, or did he have to go to LSU to, to get reach that level? What do you guys think? I, I uh, think he had to go I to LSU. I think he would have been just as good because oh, I think Ryan Day is a great play caller, and he's a, he's slinging the ball. And Joe Burrow, if you knew Joe Burrow in high school, he was yeah. – the man almost scored 100 points in a high school <laughs> um, game. So Right. So that's what he, he wanted. came out of nowhere. I yeah. mean, <laughs> Joe – What do you say? You think he had to go to LSU? Uh, of course. Now, let me tell you this. I tell just you go play Madden real quick. Yeah, and realized that Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase was on his team. That's true. And they yeah, I, have better talent. Than you, that. That's there's true. no that's better. True. Like, that's as crazy. Good as, as good as Ohio State's receivers have been and continue to be, they never had a pair quite that good. That's crazy Close, good, but not quite. Yeah, that good. maybe yeah, the, maybe this year. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. All right, folks. Uh, hope everybody's having a great day. We got a ton to get into today. We've got. Uh, we're playing a new game. What's it called again? Uh, truth uh, the truth serum. Truth serum. I couldn't think uh, of the name of it. It could be a hit, and it could suck. I'm not quite sure. Most of these new games yet, that Mike's made up. But I think this one could be a banger. Yeah, this, most of them have been good. I think you got a pretty high hit rate on these new games. Yeah. I, I'm feeling optimistic yeah. about it. Yeah. But we'll see. 
G. Bush is back from being sick. Yes, man, I'm, I'm I'm back. I come back uh, for for my little sinus or respiratory issues. Yeah. And, and and I come outside this South South Central California outside. What's up oh with all this? Oh my folks, no joke. Don't you shouldn't you really should be outside as little as possible, especially if you have asthma, older people, young kids. Nothing outside today. Honestly, we should cancel our little league games. I know we probably won't, but which is it's really unhealthy out there. Uh, I mean, it's very, the air quality is awful. Those, those wildfires in Canada, which most of us are not paying attention to, I honestly thought they were done because we heard about it like in New York like yeah. weeks ago. It's just awful. It's very it's, smoky. So it's still going. I guess so. Bro, I guess so. Wildfires is uh, hard to put out, man, it's, it's especially bad. when it's dry. It's bad weather out there. It's, it's really dangerous. In fact, I, well, anyway, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. But just... Uh, especially if you're old or young or, or have asthma, don't mess around out there today. Uh, obviously, we're going to get to uh, – what else the hell are we going to get to? Oh, Mike Pereira <laughs> is going to join us later in the show to talk about the USFL championship. And we always got some Browns uh, stuff to talk about up our sleeve. And we, some Mike? outlandish Cavs rumors, oh, including that was, one that oh, just yeah, broke yeah, this yeah. morning and about right. possibly trading Darius Garland. We'll dissect that as well. If that is actually real, completely unrealistic, and if so, what's yeah. his value? So we're going to dive into all that. Right. But up. first, we got we're going to talk about the Guardians. Not only the game last night, but Terry Francona ending up in the hospital. We'll get to that. But Mike's got something to tell us first. Yeah. First, we got to let you guys know that our two winners of the ticket giveaways to the USFL Championship game on Saturday were unable to actually attend the game Saturday. So we're going to give out four four packs of tickets this week. Wow. And please only reply if you can actually go to the game on Saturday. Please. What kind of knucklehead were No, I, th- I think they thought they could go. One of them said he thought he was open, but his wife had made plans and he wasn't aware. So mistakes happen. We get it. But I'm please only enter if you can actually go on Saturday. So we're going to give out. I'm guessing they have a great marriage if there's no communication about plans. I have no, I don't want to speculate on no that. Offense, you I'm never know if something could happen. <laughs> that might have been me. Show, it's at work. Yeah, it's, but we're going to give out 16 tickets, tickets a calendar. <laughs> 16. Tyvis, give me a word, please. A word? Any word. Pick yeah. a word. Um, Buckeyes. The seventh person oh. to put Buckeyes in the chat right now will win our first family four-pack of tickets to the USFL championship game. This Saturday night in Canton at 8 o'clock. The seventh person to put Buckeyes. Anthony is watching the chat. you got to be able to go, and speak. you got to have Ticketmaster, right? You have to have Ticketmaster, and you have to be able to go. Please do not write Buckeyes in the chat if you cannot attend the game right. on Saturday. As soon as we see Anthony, as soon as Anthony starts seeing Buckeyes, he will flag it down and let us know. And if you do see it, email us. We will tell you how to pick up your tickets and how to get those tickets. So Anthony's on the lookout. I see some Buckeyes coming in. But, Bull, with that, let's talk about Terry Francona. So, yesterday, right before the game, uh, Terry Francona actually was in the pregame, spoke, and then he, he, he pulled uh, DeMarlo Hale, um, one of his coaches, obviously, into, the, into his office and told him he didn't feel well. He went over to the Cleveland Clinic. We are very lucky in this city to have both Cleveland Clinic and UH, two of the best hospitals on the entire face of the earth. Um, and Terry Francona, unfortunately... You know, listen, he's not a young guy. He's in his mid-60s. He has spent a ton of time uh, at the hospital recent years. I mean, he's missed a lot of time, guys, in the last four or five years with yeah. a variety of health issues. Now, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him now. Apparently, we'll get an update. But he's missed a ton of games, especially the COVID season, the year after that. He's had all kinds of surgeries. He's had health issues. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I thought there was a chance he was going to retire 
at the end of last year when his contract was up and a couple of years ago. Remember, he missed the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So we wish him the best. But, uh, um, it, I mean, at once once you're in your 60s and you have all these kind of health problems, you never know. Yeah. I, I want you know, like he Listen, I've been critical of Francona this year. I don't think he's done a particularly great job in comparison. Uh, but I'm not one of those. I, I certainly don't want to fire him. And But, I, I mean, you see that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of different things on the list. And this is just some of it. But uh, at some point, you wonder. I mean, I don't, I don't know what he'd do without baseball teams like his whole life. Yeah. But uh, you wonder if he's going to consider hanging it up soon. Because, <coughs> again, this might be nothing. Maybe he's just got a, yeah, maybe. a sinus infection. Maybe, maybe it's nothing with nothing. He's just extra cautious now. But he's had so many issues, you wonder how much longer he can do this. You, you know, that, that was what I was getting at, Bull, <clears throat> as I cleared my throat. Let me clear my throat. Oh! Hey, but uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, now, <laughs> this is—it's been like this all morning. I don't know what—it's these two right here in rare form. Can it's all morning. You feel the love. Chill out. Tonight. Chill. Chill. And don't put it on table. They—it's gonna be out of context. If they put something up there, don't. It, it's not what it looked like at all. It's—it's it's bad. It's not. Hey man. Oh. Let me put the disclaimer out there now. now it's look, not he, what it looks he's like. He's doing a lot of talking. I'm just he's saying, it's not what it bro. looks like. A lot of explaining. Oh my God. Uh, you know, I told her, like, here's the thing about, about Tito. Are the Guardians wasting great years? Like, think about this. Like, you, I remember the days of Eric Wedge, Manny Actor. Mm. Like, you got a guy right now who is a Hall of Fame coach, he gets the most out of his players, <clears throat> and sometimes I look at it and say, "Listen, you guys are are are, are, you, are you really maximizing this dude's time with your organization? Because right now, you know, like you said, anytime you get in your 60s, and we hope everything is fine. Maybe it's just something minor, but anytime you get in, up in age, small things become big things, right? Certainly can, and so yeah. for me, I'm I'm saying to myself, like, hey, are the Guardians realizing that one day he's not going to be on the bench no more? Like sometimes I think they operate under this false sense of security where they feel like, oh man, Tito will be here all the time. Like Tito, like it, you can do certain things with Tito that you can't do with other people. Like if you if you draft a kid and you borderline on them, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ninety three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire, you need Indeed. You you think Tito's gonna be able be able to you know play the Jedi mind tricks and yeah. get him to play the best he can play? Yeah, that doesn't happen with everybody. Look around the league, bro. Like I remember when they didn't have those this type of coach on the on the bench, and sometimes I wonder, it, will they look back at it and say we should have done more to to get a better roster to give him a better chance to actually win a, win a World Series? I don't know. I think I, I would be in that too. I mean this. You want this man to ride out on top. I mean, obviously, like you said, he's a Hall of Famer for what he's done, and it's been seasons we've come in and it was like, there's absolutely no way that the Guardians is going to do anything this Last year. Last year. And somehow, some way, he's able to get it done. 
I think G right. You got to find a way to put some some talent around him so he can truly maximize his his potential as being um, the coach of this team. Um, but as far as the health concerns go, I, I'm praying that it's something minor and it's something that, you know, when you get older, since he's had the past, he wants to make sure that he's on top of things because you don't want the thing to expedite. So I'm praying that that's what it is. But when you do hear it, it's like when you think about all the time that he's missed. I mean, yeah. it was like a couple of seasons ago. He was like out for like two or three months, it seemed yeah. like. So mm-hmm. when you yeah, think, I thought that was going to be it then. Yeah, that's before. what everybody was like. Oh, yeah, he's probably done. Yeah. And he, but he loves it. I mean, he, yeah. he, I just can't imagine him doing anything else. You know how like you hear about these old couples that like Travel. the husband dies or the wife dies and then you're like, oh, you know, the other one's going to die. Oh, like, yeah. Right yeah. Away. Like, I feel like that's Frank Cohen <clears throat> in baseball. It's like. He's got to manage. Like, I don't know what else he has in his life. He has his little scooter. Have you ever, have you guys seen him on a scooter? Yeah, they robbed him for it. Right, they robbed yeah, the yeah. scooter. That's right. When we went, to, <laughs> when I took the kids to the baseball game uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> when we were leaving the stadium, because we left, because we stayed for the fireworks after. Mm-hmm. So by the time we left, the players were, had already been going, and we saw Frank Cohen drive right by us on his little scooter. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, like yeah. 65 years old driving around downtown on a scooter. But uh, listen, obviously, we all hope he's okay. It's funny, your sentiments, G. It's almost like that's how we talk about Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb. Are we wasting their prime? Right. <laughs> We're talking about the, <clears throat> kind of the same thing with a, an old manager. You know, I've been, I ranted and raved about the, the Guardians a couple of days this week, so I'm not going to go down that road again. You know, we, everybody knows at this point what they got to do. Uh, they did win last night. It was, a, it was kind of a weird game, but. Uh, Hopefully he's going to be okay, and they, they do need him back there because even with some you know with with some of the mistakes he's made this year, I think on the field he's made. But what he does so well, as you said, you call it the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> like he is a great motivator. He's really excellent with young players, which he wasn't earlier earlier in his career. Um, he just knows how to relate. It, it's it's weird because usually people that are sixty five, you, know, you don't think they right. can relate to twenty year olds. Yeah. But he does. I mean, he does that as well as anybody. That's what makes him a special manager. By the way, how about this? So he's managed 21 years in the major leagues between Philadelphia, Boston, and Cleveland. His first four years in Philadelphia had a losing record every year. They were bad. In his 17 years managing the American League over, what, uh, I think 18, it was one year in between Boston and Cleveland. So in the last 18 seasons, including this year, he's been a manager for 17 of those 18 seasons. The worst record he has had, over almost two decades. The worst record in the, since coming to the American League was a few years ago with the Guardians where they, they finished 80 and 82. That was the worst record, 80 and 82. He's been over 500 16 out of 17 seasons. Well, 15 out of 16 because this year's still let, up, let me, up, up let, in the air. Let me see if this is if this is correct. Yeah. I wasn't on I wasn't on air at the time that, that I could voice my opinion about yeah. this. Let me get this correct. They did was it did the media and people get mad at him for drinking beer with his players? You mean when it ended in Boston? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember the exact reason. There was a there was a sense that he had lost his control of the locker room. Because he drank I don't beer? know that it was specific with beer. But, Let me tell you something. That happens in every baseball locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it should. It should continue in every <laughs> locker room. By the way, when I first started <laughs> <And a> lot. <laughs> when I first started working for the Batavia Muck Dogs in the minor leagues, okay? So I, I was the play-by-play guy, but we only did the road games on the radio because my the dopey GM of the team thought, well, if we do the home games, nobody's going to go to the game, <laughs> which is stupid, but okay, whatever. So for the home games, I was in charge of like, 
you know, media. Not that there was, we had like one reporter that, that right. became there. And I was in charge of like statistics and I did some on-field promotion. I did everything. But one of my jobs was I at the end of every game, I had to bring two cases of beer down to the coaches. That was part of my job at the end of the game. That, that's it. Two cases of beer. <laughs> and and those guys would sit. Greg Legg, uh, Frank Klebe, and Ken Westray. Shout out to those guys. I don't even know if they're all still alive, but I hope they are. Uh, Greg Legg actually played in the majors. Uh, and uh, they would just drown two cases. And then they'd go out after that. But they would be, be knocking down two cases. Do they, do they, that's do they, a, ba- a baseball locker room. I don't know about other locker rooms. I was but in asking. baseball, that's it. they're always drinking beers in there. Do they Every, do that in the NFL locker rooms? Do you, you drink, crack they, beers? They, they ain't drinking no beer. They drinking other things. They got yeah. Hennessy, right? They got all that. Yeah. Yeah. Bottles. yeah. They, so they stay with the bottles afterwards. You get the bottles and they roll out? Yeah. Is they on chill? No, they chill for a little bit, but a lot of people, depending after the game, yeah. you might, you know, have a little celebratory drink, but you, you, they clear pretty fast. Oh, because so, you know the media is coming. So they clear it up. And get, there you go. Hey, hey listen, Dequell Jackson, we still waiting on you. If I get thirsty though, <laughs> and by the way, we, I'm just, ain't we supposed to eat that cereal? We supposed to eat that. Probably pretty damn stale at this point. No, nah, we supposed to eat that. Uh, some, well, at least you, know, you we, better we put know. some water on it. Yeah, I think <laughs> there was cinnamon toast crunch too. Yeah. Well, good done. Sure. Anyway, on the field, by the way, Gavin Williams making his second start was sen- sensational against the Royals, who obviously are not a very good lineup, but he, you know, he gave him four runs to a bad A's lineup. Uh, seven innings, one hit, one walk, no runs, six strikeouts. He was great. Unfortunately, they didn't score until after he left the game, and so he doesn't oh, get the win. Gosh. Now, wins, I've said a million times, I don't really care about the win statistic. Because it's not indicative of how, like you look at this guy Framber Valdez of the Astros, right? His record seven and six. <coughs> He's one of the five best pitchers in the American League. His record seven and six. It's a, that's irrelevant. But they should change the rule anyway. Trevor Steffen, who pitched one inning and gave up a run on the worst draw I've ever seen, which we'll show you in a second, <laughs> he gets the win for the game, which is so dumb because they took the lead with him on the mound and Class A closed it out. Let's let's show you this play. Do we have it? You want the Naylor one or let's, the Trevor well, first, Steffen let's play? First, let's see. So. All right, let's just set it up. So the so Gavin Williams played. Don't don't play it yet. So Gavin Williams <laughs> pitched a great game. Mentioned that seven innings. In the bottom of the eighth, they replaced him. By the way, he had only thrown like 91, 92 pitches. He could have gone one more inning, but because he's a young pitcher, they didn't. I would like to see him pitch in the eighth, but I understand why they took him out. I get it. I'm not being critical. Um, so Trevor Steffen comes in to pitch the bottom of the eighth. It's a zero zero game. The Guardians. We're doing nothing offensively. They had two chances to score. And guess what happened early in the game? Both times the Guardians had chances to score. Both times, Miles Straw grounded into a double play. Oh, my God. Counted for four outs and two at-bats. So, bottom of the eighth, we are – it's a 0-0 game. The Royals had a runner on third and I think one out. I can't remember how many outs there were at the time. I think it was one out. And then this play happened if you missed it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Here we go. Brown ball back to Stefan. And wow. oh, where does that throw go? Wow. That's a little hard to see. But I, I was like, wow. Did somebody pay him to throw away the game? Because that was the the way he obviously just misgripped it or something. But that it's was one of the, the worst, worst throws I've ever seen. Like pitchers, like pitchers when they're not pitching the ball have terrible accuracy oh sometimes. That, but that is all time bad. Look, like this is this is horrible. I mean, he was gonna be out by, <laughs> he was gonna be easy out. How many outs were there? Were there was there one out? One, one out. Yeah, there was one out. I thought it was. Man, that was okay. Yeah. So that was terrible. So they score one, one nothing. Now the Royals were trying to get a runner in scoring position. Point shade. 
to, yeah, <laughs> to increase their lead. And then Bo Naylor, look at this play by Bo Naylor behind the plate. Went from an all-time bad play to uh, an all-time good play. Look, look, at, look at, at this pirouette right here. Let's see Bo Naylor. Take board full. Oh, oh look. Aha, pirouette. Gotcha. Aha, you're dead. Okay. By the way, something I didn't even think about. <laughs> so, psych. Bo Naylor, that was supposed to be a pitch out. And Trevor Steffen just threw – Trevor Steffen screwed <laughs> up again. Now, that's yeah. an incredible play by Bo Naylor. An incredible play. Yeah, that's crazy. To be able to di almost dive to get that pitch, spin around. I mean, pirouette, as you said. Yeah. And you got to make a perfect throw. Actually, he should throw every ball like this. <laughs> Look at that. He should do that pirouette every time he gets I mean, that's the That's amazing. That's a, right? that that's would be a awesome strike. He that is a bullet arrow. Yeah. That was on the buddy. That, that you know, that's fire. crazy because that was like one of his his uh, criticisms. Was, right, yeah. Good, in, he couldn't throw out, throw somebody Mike out. Mike Zanino wouldn't have made that play. Mike Zanino would have fallen on his ass. <laughs> <and made that laughs> no, I wonder, I no, the ball would have went past yeah, probably. him. Probably. I wonder, I wonder what he's doing right now. He probably had a diner. Collecting his oh, money. Yeah. At a diner, he's eating breakfast, eating lunch. He's somewhere eating chicken wings, counting his money. Knee on his ice. I just said knee on his ice. I said knee on his ice, Mike. Did mm. you get that? I said knee on his. It's crazy. Knee on his ice. It was. I got you. It was crazy that Gavin Williams had the the game that we. Ah, me and G. Yeah, you, you was absurd with yours. My twelve strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absurd. Well, you yeah. got G. Me and G. Gave him three runs. I mean, well, you, you were right that? the first time. I, yeah, <laughs> I got that. I, okay, well, ball. I guess I was the. You closest. are the realistic guy. Like, yeah, you course, know. Yes. I mean, and, and this is crazy though. It's hard for me to tell like who's good like pitching. I, I have to watch the game and see because now all of the records and the guys I grew up watching those records are unattainable. Right. Yeah, These guys true. will never get wins like they like I, I used to gonna ever win 300 games. Again. I, I used to look happen. at complete games right. wins strikeouts ERA and then I get up. I grow, I'm 40. I get up bulls like none of those count anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean they don't count no more? Wait, pitchers be pitching I mean, five. ERA still counts, Pitch, but the rest don't. The rest is like, yeah. I mean, how could you ever contend for like, like the the wins if you like got five? They get they pitch you five innings. Yeah, right, right. Bull. But, yeah. Right, if you had to pick one career for the, to follow for the rest of their career, yeah. I guess in baseball, who are you taking, Gavin or Bybee? I think Gavin Williams is is the better of the two. He throws harder. He's a bigger guy. I think they both can be very good though. So if you who who you bet? I would take Gavin Williams. If okay. I had to bet on one what of them, about, I'd bet on him. What but about I, you, G? But it's like it's like I think Gavin Williams is a ten and Bybee's a nine and a half. I mean, I I, I think don't, they're both excellent. Don't hate me for this. Don't yeah. ha, don't do not Logan hate, Allen. Yeah. Do not hate me for this. And thank you, you say Peyton Battlefield, I'll fight you. G. Yeah, look, you, you so you bought all three of Zach them. Zach Plesac. Yeah, there. <laughs> he say that I, I laugh. He's not. I, in I, I, G's gonna say Espino. I know where he's going. Nah, nah. I ain't gonna say. Uh, what I am gonna say is let, I'm I'm gonna uh, protract and, and give you the futures of this. I don't I'm scared. <laughs> I don't like I do not like the fact that they all the same age and all of them is up here because all I can help to think of is like man, I'm, I'll be excited now before I'm, I'm not trying to see. I'm not trying to see Stefan and, and please sack and and, and so I'm not trying to see these dudes. I don't I don't care about them. Yeah. I'm only trying to see the young pitchers because they got more upside and they That's throw true. the ball harder. That's very true. They, so I don't yeah. care about yeah, none I of mean, them starts. Very I true. mean, in, in a perfect world, like <laughs> next year, their rotation could be McKenzie, Gavin Williams, Bybee, Allen, 
and then maybe Quantrill is your fifth guy. You know, like, so, and they're all going to be controllable for at least five more so years. So my thing is, I get a little scared because I already heard in my head, well, guys, you know, um, you know, the thing about who we are in our market and the way we're built is, you know, it's going to be unrealistic to be able to give all three of these young guys right. contracts. So, but, but we're going to, I don't like that. But here's the thing. They're going to be spending, once they trade Bieber, they're going to be spending no money on pitching. Yes. I mean, think about that. Yeah. All these young guys are making the minimum salary. Well, no. How long until McKenzie has a contract? McKenzie. He might never get no big money. <laughs> he's too, he too old. I, I, he keeps getting he hurt. Keep getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. McKenzie's not going to, like a free agent, he's got five more years. That's really? So, I, no money. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, he threw. these other guys aren't going to be free <laughs> agents forever. He's so, he's you're spending done. no money on your rotation. Right, nothing except for Bieber, and he's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. uh, they're spending no money in the bullpen. So, you Nobody's say, making so what you're saying there. is we're going to get some big bats so it's, after this. This offseason, they have to spend money on the bats okay. because they are spending. Who's the hitting coach? Pitching. Who's the hitting coach? Friend of the program, we will not disparage. Coach I can't even think of his name. I can't even think of who it is. Chris Oh, Balaka, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just asking a question. I, 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 the money should. They thank you for putting it there. Because yeah. see, I like I like putting it out in, in the media first before we start getting these talking points. Yeah. You're not th these young dudes. If they make the roster, everybody is making pennies on the dollar. Yeah, you can go get me. You, you already got you. You locked in Jimenez on a friendly deal, low key. You got Ramirez on a friendly deal, on a beyond friendly. Beyond deal. friendly. Yeah. Who are you really paying? They got to pay. Those are the only two guys they're paying. Uh, Josh Naylor, make, you know, per year is making good money. Well, Josh Bell's making good money. Josh Bell is. But that's only an two, issue. You know, they're going to get stuck with that contract. But immediately, immediately, the Guardians should immediately move Miles Straw to the bench. I would cut him. I would just move on. Why are you? Okay, DeQuayle. But, but they're not going to do that. <laughs> he's, so, never gonna, he's never going to. You know, I wouldn't here. cut him. Here's what I would okay, do. Okay, okay. I would force... Uh, when I make other trades, when I trade Bieber, I would force the other team to take either Miles Straw or Josh Bell's contract. I like that. One or the other. And I'll take less in return to get rid of one of those contracts. Bell's making more money per year, but they owe after this he's year. He's been hitting well lately. Yeah, he's not. He's not any good. He's, but I, <laughs> but Miles Straw is guaranteed. Nineteen million over the next three years. See, oh, from who? From the Guardians. That, that's guaranteed, bad, that's and that's bad. not including this year where they still owed another about two million. That's a, that's a bad. He's school. still got about twenty-one million guaranteed, including the rest of this season. They, they should try to get rid of his contract. Man, and if you trade Bieber, some team would take him if they had to to get to give up less in a trade. Especially if you traded Bieber to like a big market team. And they're like, all right, well, we'll take straws, not make like because 19 million over three years for a big market team is nothing for the Guardians. It's a big deal. So straw should immediately at the very least be on the bench. Move Steven Kwan to center field and call up Oscar Gonzalez today. How is he doing? He's playing much better in triple A. Okay. And even if he wasn't, who cares? <laughs> Miles straw can't hit. Kwan's got no power. Rosario's got no power. They're getting at this point again. He's only played a week. I'm not condemning him, but they're getting no production out of catcher. Josh Bell has been a little, little better, but still not very good. So you're not getting enough production. At least Oscar Gonzalez has potential and certainly and, power. And you call him up today. And how, and how much, see, because I, I, I want to piggyback your trade, yeah. and I want to get something. Does Espino even have value? Not right now, because he's had too many injuries. See? 
And he's your number one. Yeah. I'm willing if you to want the, you want the guardian. Uh, I shouldn't say he has no value, but his value's way down. They won't trade him right now. If, Go ahead, Mike. What's up? We just can't talk about the Guardians, especially with how they won the game last night, without giving my personal best friend, my choice for 2024 president, Will Brennan, some love and credit. State tag board. Can we you stop guys see putting celebrities swing? as president? Did you guys see that? This is the most picturesque, <laughs> yeah, game-winning double swing of the last 24 hours in the history of the world. <laughs> All right. You've never seen a better looking. He did a great job. Double swing. It was a clutch hit, especially with straw on deck. Big time clutch hit. <laughs> As against a good pitcher, Scott Barlow, their coach is a good Bull. player. I hate you. That's a quality, quality at bat. Nice job. They needed, you know, you can't afford to lose that game to the Royals when Gavin Williams pitched great. So you get the win against the crappy team. It's a good clutch hit by him. Nice job. And Classe, who had some struggles early in the season, has locked it in. He's back. He, what has he got, like 25 saves? 25 saves, and he is absolutely, unquestionably, without any doubt of certainty. That made no sense, but he is the guaranteed lock to make the all-star team. from Right, the right, right. And, and he's, by the way, extremely underpaid, which is good. And he's locked up for five years and they're paying him nothing. Why you? Uh, <laughs> why did you have to take the shot at Miles Straw? Because he's horrible. If you think this what shot is the is record for saves Strong? in a season, I can't remember. Is it single 58? season saves record? Give me one say. Pull because this. he's on pace for over fifty saves this year. Pull this, I believe. It is sixty-two. Francisco yeah. Rodriguez. Remember K Rod with the Los Angeles Angels in yeah. two thousand eight. Oh, wow, I heard more than 60, 60 saves in a season. Tra- uh, Trevor Hoffman. I, didn't he, I, I thought he had a record for Who's a while. Who's like the top five or six guys? You have it there? I do. Go How about Edwin Diaz <laughs> in 2018 had 57. For the Mariners. As did Bobby Thickman <laughs> in 1990. For the White Eric Sox. Gagne in 2003. You said Kanye. Wow. Gagne John Smoltz also had 55. And here's where Trevor Hoffman and Mariano Rivera come in. They're both tied for six all-time. With fifty-three saves in a season, how Smoltz gonna be? Smoltz, how Smoltz you gonna be getting starter and a great great closer. starter and reliever? That's crazy. It's amazing, that's crazy. Well, a guy who played here wasn't a, a Hall of Fame starter, but Dennis Eckersley was a very good starter with with Cleveland, and then he became obviously one of the all-time closers. He's, tie, he's tied for twentieth in the all-time. I, saves I only I only knew Eckersley to be a, 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 a I, that was beyond my time when yeah, he was when a he played for the Indians, he was a, Eckersley was a, a close yeah, yeah. trivia question for, for Bull. What's that? You're the smartest baseball guy I know. That's not exaggeration. If you get this trivia question, you get to pick the next word for our ticket giveaway. Okay. What a Who great holds prize. the record for single saves in a season as a lefty? Tyvis Powell. Single season save. Well, all the guys you mentioned are not lefties. John Rocker. So here, let me just. Give I give you the year, and I give you the number if you want. No, I'm going to think about it for a minute. I'm going to n- throw some names out there as possibilities. Mitch Williams. Incorrect. No, no, no. I, you weren't supposed to answer. I'm just throwing out, like, just talking okay. to myself right now. Um, Willie, Her- Willie, a.k.a. Guillermo Hernandez could be. John Rocker, I guess. John Rocker. I don't, for the, I don't know if he had. I think he only had about 30. I don't 30 remember 40 him having a for the Braves save year. Um, the, the number, by the way, is 53. Just so you know, 53 saves in a season. I feel like there's somebody that's just not hitting me. Uh, what? Year, uh, give me the year. 93. Mm. 93. 
I would not have known this if I did not have the list of active single season save uh, wow. saves record in front of me. You said it's not Mitch Williams? It is not Mitch Williams. John Franco. Incorrect. Ah! He said it. He so did it on the Chicago Cubs. Oh my God. Wow. 93 was call, not Mitch And you Williams. call yourself a Cubs. Right? Fan. Hold on. Hold Unbelievable. On. He had a 311 ERA. I'm trying to think of their closers. They had 53 saves Rod and 75 Beck. innings. They had Lee Smith. They're both right. If this was an Ohio State question, I would have had it five wow, minutes it's ago. It's not coming to me. Hold on. Let me think about it for a minute. You know, the initials. <laughs> no. Randy Myers. Oh, shoot. Bad job out of you, boy. Wow. Can't pick the next Randy word. Myers. I can't so, G. Bush, that means you get to pick the next I word. I was stumped. What <laughs> word is the next keyword for a USFL ticket giveaway? Abacus. <laughs> Give us a word that people can spell. <laughs> he gave you a word. You got to spell it. Gave you abacus, bro. All right, the ninth person to put abacus spelt correctly or incorrectly <laughs> in the chat is going to win our next family four back of tickets abacus. to the USFL championship game. I am giving Anthony and Earl full reign to decipher whether an abacus counts or not if it is spelt closely why? enough to count. Why well, stop there? Go super califragilistic. A B A C U S. Come on, man. I mean, in all honesty, Anthony can't spell anything really. So. Yeah, Abacus is what you count on, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Get your stones, man. Sh -sh 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 yeah, it's, it's with the, the old Abacus. county system, correct? Right. <laughs> so I see some coming system. in now. Anthony will DM the person with how to pick up those tickets. Please, if you are going to enter your name, be able to Why? go on Saturday. Why that word? Anthony, how is the YouTube chat doing on spelling this? I was in my head, time the time machine, bro. Why, did, why not just super California? There's a lot of abacuses coming in here, so. That's what you Kudos to you guys. Yeah. Anthony will get down and they let you know. They would have been upset. All right. <laughs> it's time to play the game, right? No, we're going to talk a little cast first, then we're going to play the game. <laughs> oh, okay. So real quick, and yeah. Anthony, you got to stop this. Give me the Sam Amico tweet first. We have two tweets that have come out that we're going to reference back to what happened yesterday. But this morning, Sam Amico tweeted, and you can take it full, Steve, that the Cavs are open to a potential Darius Garland trade. Cut it out. Now, yeah, what does that even mean? Cut that's it a, out. That's a bullshit tweet. Cut it so, out. Two minutes later, after this happened, can you give me the Chris Fedor tweet, Anthony, if you have it up? Chris Fedor tweeted out, Cavs have not had any discussions about trading all-star point guard Darius Garland and don't intend to move him. Thank Sources you. Sources tell Cleveland.com. Thank okay. you. This comes real quick. Give me the windy tweet after Brian Windhorse went on ESPN Radio here in Cleveland and had this quote. I have some speculation. There's a couple of outlandish stuff that I'm not going to say right now because I'd get in trouble. I wish I could tell you more. And I know I shouldn't tease you. Yeah, you know, I got beef with all these things. I love <laughs> Brian Windhorst is awesome, but that's lame to do that. I hate when people come on a show and, oh, there's some awesome stuff, but I can't tell you. Well, then shut the F up. I agree. Sam Amico's tweet is embarrassing. We shouldn't even have put that up there. It's a bad job out of Mike. That tweet's embarrassing. <laughs> it's blown up on Twitter, so I think yeah, anybody, plenty of people anybody know. Anybody blowing where that up on Twitter is embarrassing from. themselves. Well, it's because, it's because Brian Windhorst yeah, said that's what just, he said. That, that's, that's just. There's nothing there. Like, Fedor has some stuff to back that up, okay? He's connected to the GM. He's spoken to the GM. Maybe the GM lied you, to him. Are you saying that them moving DG wouldn't be outlandish? Of course it would be so outlandish. So that's why it's blowing up. I know that, but Sam Amico doesn't say anything in that tweet. 
In the in the whole article, I, I just read it. This is the ending paragraph of the article Mikey, you can to read? what Sam Amico is tweeting out. Quote, this is NBA silly season when just about anything could happen. This is also Altman who isn't afraid to shake things up. Cleveland's looking for some size at the wing positions, preferably someone who could shoot. It seems doubtful they would use Garland to find it, but from the sound of things, it's suddenly not impossible. A.K.A. Maybe one team called the Cavs and was like, hey, is Darius no, Garland AKA, available? AKA, let me tell you the truth. AKA, he don't know shit, and he's just talking yes. out his ass. Yes. Okay, that's what happened. And, and let me ask you another question, though, he man. Wanted, he, you, know how, you know how fans often accuse us or other people of doing things for clicks? I hate to, to, to do that to others. That's exactly what he did there. And, uh, that's exactly putting something out there for clicks. That's 100% what he did there. Hey, hey, but McNuggets, let me play devil's advocate a little bit right here. Shoot, please. Um... Mm. From a basketball perspective, there are only literally maybe two to three people that are untradeable. Well, I'm not saying he's untradable. I'm saying he's putting Ooh. a tweet out there with no facts. To well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you I'm, said. I'm just saying, he's I'm, just talking. He's well, just talking. Well, here's what what what, what the people in Devil's Advocate yeah. is. If if well, Darius Garland can be traded, yeah, I, if, I agree. if they call up and say, Wait. "Hey, look, we got <laughs> we we got," I, I would. Here's what you should do. You should look at Darius Garland, right? And you would you should go down a list and say, okay, well, in what scenario for a one versus one, one to one, would you consider trading Darius Garland? Right. And if you, you said got, one for one, one for one, and if you and if you get to a point where you get over ten people, then that's not far fetched to say that they not I, that I, would think G, about. I it. think. Listen to me. I think a smart GM. Is open-minded on b almost any player at the right price. Yeah, right? I'm gonna let you, you yes. got to be open-minded. Yes. You got to yeah. be willing to listen. What's the harm in listening? I mean, if it's Giannis, you can forget about it. But in outside of him, um, unless you're trading for Jokic, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that. But you wouldn't trade Darius Garland stay for Jokic. Stay behind no, the glass. No, he said Giannis. Stay behind. Oh, yeah. Oh what my is, goodness. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Now, <laughs> there's a couple of people like you said, Giannis. And here's the thing: you're not gonna get. And, and so I've been looking at the salary, this little salary cap thing that they've been talking about. And um, I wanted to say the salary cap was mythical in, in the NFL, <laughs> but it's sure not mythical in the NBA. I've done, done some research and um, <laughs> you're going to have about two ball players. That's all you got. You get this year. They can get it off. No, I think next I, year. I about to say after July 1st, when the new CBA come in that the super team thing is not happening no more. So that's why you see these good. teams hurrying up making and, these and, trades. And so you got Darius Garland, right? So you got DG. How much is this contract? How much he getting? So he signed a very team friendly rookie. Well, it's the rookie max extension. Okay, which as the salary cap continues to rise looks more and more team-friendly. So, for example, a regular max extension is what Bradley Beal signed last year. Bradley Beal is making, in the next couple of years, 48, 52, 56, Oof. 57. The max at any one season that Darius Garland will count for against the cap is $44 million. See? So, comparatively speaking, it is very team-friendly. So, you got a young guy, uh, an all-star, very team-friendly. That's a very valuable contract. Now, if you think about it, you still got to pay Mobley, right? How many years he got left on that contract? Darius. Four. four Darius years. got four he years. Just he last just signed year. the rookie just signed extension it. last year. Wow. So, so you got to think about it. That's worth more to people <laughs> than you know. Like, come on. Like, if, if, if you think about that, you're like, wow. 
that's a that's a very nice deal. Like you could get you could get somebody back, preferably that might even be better than Darius. Who are you trying well, to who are you trying to get? Plus, think about this too. Times before we answer that question, Darius is a guy who you can trade to any team because he doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to say, oh, I want out of here. No. Now, he might turn out to be, but at this point, he doesn't seem like that type of guy. No, so there's no is. limit to where you could trade him. So it, that it, makes him even, even more well, valuable. Dar- Darius is one of those guys that if you trade him, the team is – people will be excited for Darius because of how young he is yeah. and how the potential that he has. I mean, he's coming to the league. He has a great ball handle. He shows that he can get – Guys like Jared Allen involved offensively. He gets guys involved. He's yeah. the ultimate facilitator, but he can score on his own yeah. as well. So I, it's I, very valuable. I, I agree with you, though. I just don't see who why would they? Him yeah, I, I wouldn't. For what? He's he's literally if, if if the way that we don't know about Donovan Mitchell if he's going to stay or not. You ultimately about to trade away the only guy that would be worth anything outside of Evan Mobley. Why would you take him and Mobley and split them up and, yeah, and, and, and then potentially lose out on Donovan Mitchell in, to, in a year or two anyway? To me, to me, I think there is Garland. I don't know how you feel about this. There is Garland McNuggets. I feel is like just a little bit less nicer than, than, than Kyrie Irving. I agree. But he close as hell. I agree. He close. Well, he don't have I he agree. don't have the wow, but he's forty behind the three point arc. He's he's getting you more assist than Kyrie gonna give you. He doesn't wow you with the dribbling. He can finish very well. Yeah, his drop. He but, got a nice handle. But you don't have to worry about all the. Off but the he field, has none of those off court. So why would you get? I don't, that's why I, I'm like I, when they. I, the, I would if be, the Cavs trade Darius Garland, I'm done with him. Again, I'm done I, with him. If I'm a smart GM, I'm open to listening. To I'm anything, done with him. No, but I can't imagine somebody really would present me with a trade for Garland that I would do. And, and unless it's unless it's Luka Doncic or something like that. Here's here's one thing that. I was telling Earl this morning, the point guard position in the NBA is as talented across the board as it's ever been. Like, Darius Garland's a really good player. He's an all-star. He was a borderline all-star this year. If you go through the list of point guards, you have a hard time making, like, the guys between, like, 8 and 12, you can tell me anyone's in any spot, and I'd be like, okay, you can make an argument. So you're saying he's between 8 and 12? Uh, You want me to just go through the list of names? Tell me if they – Yeah. Right now, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. This is – this is how ESPN sorts positions. So, do you consider Luca a point guard? Yes. yes. So, Luca or Garland? Luca. SGA or Garland? He's not a point guard. He's yes, a shooting he guard, I thought. SGA. Shea Gilgis. He just, he just made first team all NBA. You're, I thought he was. Yes. I thought he was. Uh, give, me, give me Shea. Damian Shea. Lillard. Dang. Dang. Steph but he's Curry. older. Steph. I, you, Steph. Would, you wouldn't trade. But just, just, just no, say first team. No, this is just right now. Right, right. Okay, those guys are better, yeah. Steph Curry. Steph. Steph. Uh, John Morant. Ja. Ja. I wouldn't want him. <laughs> but, just, but just saying, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Now give, I, give me Garland. DG. Give me DG. Garland. Give me Garland. DG. Give okay. me Garland. I take. I take. Listen, yeah. I like Halliburton, but I, I don't yeah. like your name. It DG. sounds like it sounds like Trey, a company. Trey Young. I'm just, I'm just going through names. This is just Trey Young. Yes. Trey Young. <laughs> Trey Young can take over a whole game. I take. I take. Supply. I might. Trey just is a defensive liability because he's so small. No. If he if he locked in, I take Trey. Trey Young is. But. Trey Young and Garland, that's a that's a nice that hmm. Trey Young. I'm not taking between those two. I like I, I think Trey Young is a horrendous teammate as far as playing with him. Like yeah. I would not I would take Darius Garland, I wouldn't think twice. Uh Jalen Brunson. I'd take Darius. Brunson. I'd take Aaron Fox. Give me I, Whew, for, that's for the a Brunson, good, nah, give me, that's give, a good give me one. Darius Garland over Brunson. Me too. No, uh, I don't I don't know. Darren Fox. <laughs> that's a, t- that's a tough Garland. one. 
Over De'Aaron Fox? Fox? That's I think tough feel like, How many years has De'Aaron Fox been in the league? 70. No, he's just he's going on his fifth year now. See, I feel De- like De'Aaron Fox has been good, but he's he's been terrible for Sac- like Sacramento's been terrible, give, so you give, haven't really give paid attention. Give me Garland. Jamal Murray. Mm, Murray. <laughs> Drew Holiday. Give me Murray. Drew good defense. Drew <laughs> Holiday. Get I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Garland. I think I might take Garland too. Lamelo Ball. Stop. Garland. Garland. So I just named fifteen. <laughs> we had seven that he was definitely better in, and six six that were. In the mix. So, like I'm yeah, saying, I mean, he's in that – he's not in that top, top tier point guards. He's yeah. in that second tier. And when you're trading for a guy who's not in that top five – and this is not a knock on Garland. The point guard position is as good as it's ever been. The value back for a guy who's not in that top, top tier, you're not going right. to get equal value back for as good as Garland is <coughs> in a trade, in a position where dudes are being drafted two, three, four in the draft, one in the draft, come in, make an immediate impact. Right. So How old is I Darius? I just Darius don't think – and that's why ultimately make trading him doesn't make any sense. How, yeah. I wanna, Darius Garland uh, turned 23 this year. So when he, when his next contract come up, he'll be, be 27, 27. 28. Yeah. So and out of all of those names you just named – And I'd Darren say, Fox is 25. I'd right say maybe that like three of them might be retired by then, maybe. Lillard and Curry. Yeah. And Kyrie, if he decides to retire early. Basketball players don't be retired early, dog. No, they but my, to... my point is with Garland, he's more valuable to the Cavs than what I think you'd get back in a trade yes. for him. I, yes. So I, I, I would not trade him what, unless Luka, unless Don, uh, Giannis or Jokic is on the table, yeah, but none which of those they're not going to be. be. Table, so. I'm, not, I'm not trading him. The, the only thing, really, the, the only thing that could be crazy is trading Donovan Mitchell one year after getting him. That's how land. Well, that goes into real quick, Bull. Yep. To go back to the Wendy tweet, Wendy yeah. alluded to some outlandish move the Cavs can make. The question I wanted to ask you guys today before this whole uh, Amico report with Darius Garland came up is, what would be, or what do you consider an outlandish move? And give me an example of something you think could be, quote-unquote, outlandish to happen to the Cavs this free. Well, I think period. G said something before the show that I thought was very interesting. Bring it up, G. A little less it. Miles <laughs> Bridges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Miles Bridges. I think that might be the outlandish thing. You gotta t- when you take a word at the when you look at these prognosticators, right? They try to give you these context clues, right? They do. Outlandish. That's like, yeah. He didn't say blockbuster. He didn't say intriguing. He didn't say like this is a hot take. He said outlandish. Like so. If you look at what Cleveland is at this point, with a lot of people, a lot of things around, think about it like this. Cleveland is a place where, you know, they got the Deshaun Watson thing. Rehab. They, rehab. They, they, had, rehab. they had the, the Kareem Hunt thing. Like, they just took, they got a Monty Bates. He, you know, now that happened two Cleveland years ago. Cleveland is rehab. The, the narrative, now for me, I can't – like, that's – y'all handled by the judicial system. Sometimes y'all blow it out of proportion. It's already been it's, dealt with. It's already been dealt with. Not what he did. Like, so – It was at ugly. The, at this point – it's been point, dealt with legally. But – but he still owes some – and he and he suspended for a couple of years, games? 23. I think he served his full suspension. Okay, he served his – Because he full, only played – He didn't play at all this year. He didn't play – yeah, I think he served his yeah, full suspension. So, so he, he is – if you haven't looked up, you could go look it up for yourself. It was domestic violence. You so want stats, by the way, G, his last yeah, season he played? Go I ahead. got it right now. 27 and 20.7 boards, four assists. Twice. Say, say that one. 20.7 boards, four assists for Charlotte two years ago. He shot 49% ago. from the floor and 33 from three. He'd That's be a perfect fit. What's his, what, what's his size? I, 
Pause. Six. He's six six two. Size matters. And by the way, Mike, he shot forty percent from three in the year before. So what, what you said when he says outlanders, yeah. that's what I think of. I think that, that the Cavs are honestly looking at it. You look at Michael Jordan; he's no longer the owner of the, uh, not the majority owner. Um, and ownership is going to come in. They want to put their stamp on the organization. Uh, at the end of the day, I think he may be a guy that they look at and say, no, nah, we want him off the roster. We're not going to make that move or we want to move in another direction. And I think he's another person you can get on the cheap in terms of trading, figuring it out. Now, if it's a Jared Allen for him, um, that might be a trade that people may say is is what he's talking about. But I, when you say outlandish, I think outlandish. of a, a contra, controversial thing like this. I would just, do that trade. <clears throat> I know. Listen, I know. If you trade for Miles Bridges, people, there's going to be some people that can get up in arms because what he did was ugly. Nobody, nobody's defending what he did. It's been dealt with in court. Uh, but if the man is allowed to play, I, we, we've been through this with yeah. Deshaun Watson. And I, he certainly, you know, he certainly, and you can, can get him as G said on the cheap because. Some teams won't trade for him. You could probably get him on the cheap. They also just drafted Brandon Miller with the second overall pick, yep, who, right. guess what, plays the exact same position as Miles Bridges. Now, you can never have too many wings. The Cavs don't never. have any. Some teams have way too many. You cannot have too many wings, but he is now expendable. I don't think you get him for Allen, though, G. They just drafted Mark Williams in the lottery last year, who is essentially Jared Allen, just 20 years old and a lot cheaper, so I'm not sure why they would take on Allen. But I do think there are some other fringe pieces. You give them some expiring contracts in a deal to get Bridges back, who would be, theoretically speaking, the perfect schematic fit. And so you're saying that they wouldn't have to give up. He's a good player that you wouldn't have to give up anything significant to get. Is that if, what you're saying? If the new, Isaac cat, if the new Hornets ownership says, hey, we just don't want to be associated with right. him, brand new, which is very, very plausible. Yeah. It would not be shocking if they're like, hey, we're new. We don't want to deal with you. You had your incidents. I know you served your punishment, but we want to move forward. I don't think the return for him with the baggage he comes with would be nearly as high as a player of equal talent, skill at that position. Right. Would be for my Right, players. and he's an all-star caliber player. I mean, at least. 27-4 and four at the premium wing position. And, and by, he's by the way, three years old. By the way, McNuggets, he was, saw with, he was seen with Darius Garland yep. in, in photos. He's and, he, and he tweeted Imani Bates as well. Congratulate him on going to Cleveland. Yeah, they're both Michigan guys. So I mean, there's That's some right. there's some smoke around it. Like outlandish to me is trading. Let, hey, hey, let me know in the chat. We gonna get hey, hey, chat. You tell us. Would you be willing to take on some a, a guy like this? Because at the end of the day, what we do for our jobs, we talk about what the heck is gonna happen on the it's, court. It's, there's it's, a trade, guys. There's a trade. We'll trade all six of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> trade all six of those players. <laughs> I, listen, Sam Merrill sounds like a, a real estate agent. <laughs> Dean Wade sounds that's like funny. he has a law firm. <laughs> that's funny. Lamar Stevens, man, that, that sounds like a dude that never made it, that was really good at your high school, that could dunk in 12th grade, like 12 See, years old. I think Sam Merrill sounds like a kid <laughs> that was a bully in elementary school, and then a, then a girl punched him in the face, and he never bullied anybody again. <laughs> Y'all, y'all are. By the way, y'all are rare for I will. Hey, chat. Let us know if, if Bridges is a guy that you would, would would embrace. No, outland. It's obvious. He said that this this player's name has been in the media. The, the outlandish move is obviously trading. I'm. I don't agree. But it's trading Evan Mobley for Zion Williamson. They're not gonna. Do that. Whoa. <laughs> that, whoa. Look, look. Like, hold on, no, hold on, hold on. That's a new, listen. That Tyrus, I'm in. 
I mean, Tybus, you said on you that one. You do it. You take it. Tybus, you, you said on that one. Would you take that? I mean, yo. The problem is Zion yeah, If he's healthy. Man, he's outlandish. That's outlandish <laughs> you will. Zion. for following this assignment. Zion, wow. Zion is like. <laughs> oh, God. You got to take him and all of his, his three. Only fans, girls, that's going to be at the game. The only fans. I'm down with OnlyFans. I'm all good with OnlyFans. <laughs> Zion is like, oh, wow, is like seeing the greatest meal on the face of the earth, but it's behind glass and you can't get to it. Wow. This because is, the guy, when he's on the court, is just, just unreal. Un- uh, he's unreal. <laughs> but he can't stay on the court, so I don't know if you can trade for it, him. It, uh, McNuggets, Tyvis hit it. That's crazy. Ever. That is outlandish. I love that. Hey, real quick, back to Miles Bridges. Uh, we got a super chat telling us, and I was just informed. Oh, yeah. He's a restricted free agent. Oh, uh, so, so the Cavs. Well, I think the most realistic scenario for the Cavs to get him then would be a sign and trade. Sign and trade. Yeah. I don't think they'd be able to offer him a mid level exception as an offer sheet and just have Charlotte be like, hey, we're not going to match that because the assets you get back for that are, are more valuable. But he's the restricted free agent. Appreciate uh, who sent us that super chat. I just saw it a second ago. But I appreciate whoever in the chat said that. Uh, Donnie Brody for letting us know. Bridges is the restricted free agent, which means the, sh- the <laughs> Charlotte Hornets could match. <laughs> right. And could Steve Vector says he's still got to serve 10 games of suspension, but who cares? The regular season is just preseason anyway. Yeah, that, I, that, like you know what? Shout out to Brian Winhurst because when you like when you tease <laughs> it like that, anything is possible. We haven't even talked about the Mobley stuff, right? And and, and, and by the way, for a lot of people around the league, I, I I'm not gonna say I've been talking to a lot of people, but I've been watching these little posts and different things. The if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think people are now just coming around to the fact that just because somebody tells you you're a unicorn does not mean that that helps you. Like, Evan Mobley, to me, has not shown me any game Outside of the paint, like I oh, think. No, no, don't no, say no, that. No, he has some thirty-point games. Hold on, no, 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 no. I'm no, talking about. He's right. I'm talking he's about. Right. He has not shown me like. If you look at the game, like, like when you talk about being comfortable pulling up, I haven't seen no turnaround jump shots. I, I ain't. Not I ain't had no. I ain't seen no step backs. I ain't seen no like. Like the touch, like he he, he does not. De- he has not developed an what outside I, game at all. What I will say. Is is if they did trade Evan for Zion, it would and Zion could stay healthy long term. It would work out because even if Donovan Mitchell decided to leave, people would still go see DG and, and Zion. Like you to see that alley, that's like some some Chris the Paul is, Tyson Zion, Chandler Zion stuff. Zion be happy here. Long as, we, as long as his only fan models can come to the game and they don't have no beef. And you got all no, you got. I'm scared of Zion and That's a bad combo. And, and by the way, and, and by the way, I don't know if Cleveland got only fan girls. No, we that can, can get Zion him. Is, has only played more than 30 games once in four I know, seasons. I know. I when, can, when Zion's on the court, he, he unbelievable. Is a, he is. Unbelievable. G, you mentioned unicorns. 
He's a legit unicorn. He's unstoppable when he plays. The issue, he never plays. Ever. I can't have him up here with all these good corned beef sandwiches. I can't do it. His career numbers, and that includes Affordable like a rookie beef. year where you <laughs> score them. His career average is in his contract. He can't get it. Twenty-six him. boards, seven assists. Uh, excuse me, twenty-six points, seven boards, four assists, one steal, one block a game, he's and that's only averaging thirty-two minutes. He's, uh, when he plays, he's a top five player, it's top, crazy. top seven player in the league. He just and, never plays. And, he, and he's doing all that at six two three oh five. That man is a monster. He's not six two. I'm playing. He? No, he's joking. <laughs> How tall is he? He's like six six, six, six about, on about the same size as me. But I think he's but a he little plays like a seven foot. Like Who is six six? Zion. Zion. Basketball is, reference lists him at six six, which I don't think is accurate. I thought he was six eight. Wow. I thought he was six five. He will turn twenty three in a week. He did he only 23? Not even. Not that's, the other week. That's, <laughs> hey, look, hey, we be hating on listen, if he can get it together, I'm 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 old enough to remember was the Junior Zogas' feet was bad for like 10 years. And then his feet didn't it, like same with him be. But but I will say that, man. Um Mobley to me, I think he's still gonna be really good. But I just think I'm looking at him more of a as a as a center that can, you know, handle the ball a little bit more and do things like but I don't I don't see no nothing in this game that says he's KD or Wimby or none of that. Like, well, I don't, yeah. we've come up with a lot of outlandish stuff. Yes, we have that actually worked out. You know what? Sometimes I put segments in there. I'm like, yeah, I'm curious how how much these yeah, that guys worked. will get that into was it. interesting. You I, guys were good. Uh, if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.